Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Allie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys within wellness and how to navigate it all. After Allie experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s, and Erica went through a sustained 50-pound weight loss and self-love journey, we created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these journeys, and by talking about them, we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness, and empower you to feel your absolute best. And because we want to bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. Hi guys, before we get to today's episode, we want to share how excited we are to offer our community 20% off their first order at Saqqara with code XO courageous. We have been big fans of the company for years and the Saqqara life organic meal delivery program is based on a whole food plant rich diet that includes fresh nutrient dense and delicious ingredients. It's perfect for those weeks you need a refresh or don't have time to meal prep. They also have a clean boutique, which offers delicious food forward bars, snacks, beauty water drops, and my personal favorite metabolism super powder, which works to fire up your metabolism, stabilize blood sugar, eliminate bloat and decrease puffiness. The naturally rich low sugar, dark chocolate flavor is perfect for smoothies or simply mixed with coffee and nut milk. I also regularly use the Sakar cookbook full of plant-rich recipes, which you can purchase on their website. Click the link in our show notes to visit sakara.com and use code XO courageous for 20% off your first order. We know you will love it as much as we do. Now onto the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Courageous Wellness. We have a great episode for you today with Nicole Hernandez who's um, a hypnotist, and we're going to get into a formal intro for her in just a little bit. But as usual, we're going to do our weekly updates. So Miss Erica, is there anything you have been up to or enjoying? Yes. Yes, there is. I'm actually um, tonight, today, when this episode is released, is going to be the full moon. So we have a full moon. I'm sure some of us are feeling the energy. I'm sure my future self is feeling the energy. I'm always very impacted by the moon. But with that said, I actually have been, um, getting really witchy around the moon and just like exploring this part of myself. I've always been really interested in, I've always been really into astrology and moon cycles since I was a child. My mom was really into astrology. She gave me before I left for college, um, the big book of birthdays. She was like, read this about everyone you meet. So, um, I feel like it's in my blood, but this month I actually went to two moon events for the Mm -hmm. new moon earlier in the month. I went to, um, Lauren O'Connell, I think is her name, but she's the modern astrologer on Instagram. And I feel like we always just know people by their handles now, but, um, 
Lauren is definitely her first name and the modern astrologer, she does these astro curious events where she does an event for the new moon and the full moon. And it was my first event I've ever done with her, but it was amazing. And we really learned about the new moon and how to read like the effects of the new moon in our charts specifically. So it was very, even though it wasn't individualized because you do the work yourself, she teaches you how to find the information in your chart of how the moon in Aquarius, the new moon in Aquarius was going to affect your chart. And I think for the new moon, you write a lot of intentions. And now with the full moon today, you release what you Mm. need to release. And the moon is in Leo, the full moon tonight. And so, yeah, it was a really cool event and I've learned a lot. And so I definitely plan to like take a big bath tonight, really journal what I'm going to release. I know people say you should like burn (laughs) your, your releasing the things you want to release. I'm not really big on to like burning things, but I might write it in like the notes app on my phone and delete it as like a modern (laughs) modern version of burning and witchiness. But yeah, I've, I really enjoyed that. And then I also went to, um, Ashley of the yoga magic podcast, um, who we love, love, love. We're going to be on her show and she's going to be on ours soon, but we love Ashley. She's so grounded. She does cosmic self-care that really uses astrology, um, in her practice. And I went to her moon workshop and this was more of like a general learn about the moon cycles and how they impact you. And Mm. I learned so much from her and I really, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. So I've just been, that's what I've been up to is, um, yeah, it's, it's been me being very into the moon and embracing my moon cycles and my, that's moodiness. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, it's been, it's been interesting and I'm excited to continue to explore this in myself because it does. I just enjoy it. I really yeah. enjoy it. Um, yeah. What about you, Allie? Well, what have you been up to? I'd love to join you on one of those at some point. I, I also really am fascinated by the moon, especially how it's also connected to our, like our hormonal cycles as people who have a, who menstruate, if you're in that phase of your life or you're someone who does, um, because I've had my cycle line up with the moon cycle so much. And I've had it shift where like some months, I'd be on a cycle for a while where like I'm ovulating with the new moon and having my period on the full moon or vice versa. Now I have my ovulation on the new moon and no, sorry. I have my ovulation on the full moon and my period on the new moon. So like it shifts, you know? Yeah. And I think that's actually the way, I mean, Ashley was describing it too, as like, I think that bleeding with the new moon is the way it's supposed to be in terms of like motherly and, you know, that kind of energy. Um, but if you bleed around or with the full moon, which is me, it's like very witchy energy. I think they call it the red moon. I had that for years. And then recently it shifted. So every month it shifted and now I'm aligned the opposite. Yeah. Which I think is the, the, the more, I don't know if not, I don't want to say more natural because it's all natural. We're all like, yeah, in our own cycles. But I think that's like, folklore the way it's, it's mm, meant interesting. to be. Um, it's but, cool. Yeah, I, 
but I'm in my witchy phase. So it makes sense that makes I'm sense. bleeding with the full moon. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Probably totally tonight, everyone, sense. you know, our cycles now. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, our cycles. Um, so what else have I been up to? Oh, I did Sakara this week. I did their meal delivery. And if anybody hasn't heard, we do have a discount code for anyone interested in trying Sakara, whether it's their meals or they have a great boutique of a bunch of stuff. I know you're a big fan of the chocolate metabolism powder. It's, it's this like dark chocolate, almost bitter um, powder, but with a lot of like great herbs and things in it. And um, it really does curb, health. Um, yeah. And I feel like it really honestly curbs my sugar cravings when I have a mm. sweet tooth. Yeah. It really, really helps. They also have really good nuts and super seed blends. Oh, I love their, I love their really nuts. Good snack packs. Um, so but yeah, the so meal delivery, the meal delivery was really good. Um, I haven't done it in a while and it was nice to have certainly convenient. Um, I do love to cook, so, you know, I don't do meal delivery all the time, but it definitely is convenient because you just have like either something to grab or something to heat up. And, um, and they use such incredibly fresh ingredients, I have to say, and their flavors. Like, I think they're one of the delivery services that like they never, I don't know, their flavors are like the culinary aspect of an intention that they put into their recipes. I find to be really, um, pretty stellar. Um, I think I'm ready to like fix something again for myself, but I like doing this from time to time. And I did five days, but the cool thing was with Sakara, you can do three days too, if you want to, and you don't have to do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like I actually just did lunches and dinners. Um, cause I usually like make a smoothie or something for breakfast. So it kind of, you can kind of tailor it to what works for you. Um, but yeah, no, it was great. Actually, one of my favorite things was I had this, um, it's all plant-based if anybody didn't know that. So, but there is, there very high in, in plant proteins and fats. And so you're, you're definitely full, um, with all these meals. Sometimes I can't even like get through it. But, um, last night I had a quesadilla and it was made with black beans and cashew cheese and I chickpea tortilla with like a salsa verde and it was delish. So I think that's the, my highlight meal so far. Their, their food's very good. I think I'm going to do, I think, um, in a couple of weeks, I have a busier week coming up and I was going to do like a two day or three day plan just to have some good nourishing meals. Yeah. Like ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you want to try, we do have 20% off on, uh, your first order. So go to our link tree though, um, and order through that and put in code X O courageous for 20% off. Um, so what do you say? Let's go to, let's get to our episode, huh? Yes, absolutely. Let's get in. I really, really enjoyed this episode. And I think Nicole is just the coolest. And I think you guys are going to love this episode. So let's get into it. So Nicole Hernandez is a top clinical traveling hypnotist based in New York city. She specializes in helping high achievers with personal and professional development via individual hypnosis sessions at the spa at the four seasons hotel, New York, downtown and online hypnosis sessions. She is passionate about making hypnosis and hypnotherapy more accessible to the world. She also works with corporate wellness programs and hotels to bring hypnosis to people who can benefit from its ability to calm the nervous system and positively change our limiting beliefs. She also teaches self-hypnosis workshops and professional development programs for anxious high achievers. 
Her hypnosis programs incorporate modern hypnotherapy, NLP coaching, and somatic techniques to assist clients in becoming the best versions of themselves so that they can take on the world with more clarity and ease. Nicole also offers a program called the Time Traveler, which includes a 90-minute past life regression that has been soulfully upgraded with ancient rituals and energy-releasing techniques that allow for an enriching journey beyond your current reality. We have a really impactful conversation on Nicole's journey to her work, hypnotism, and her work with past life regression. We learned so much from Nicole and hope you enjoy the episode. This episode is sponsored by Milk and Honey. Milk and Honey is a line of non-toxic, effective, and safe bath, body, and skincare products made in small batches in Austin, Texas. They source ingredients as hyper clean as possible, which means both choosing organic and making thoughtful informed choices on safe ingredients. Milk and Honey is a female founded and funded brand that offers a wide variety of non-toxic bath, body, and skincare products that will make you feel nourished inside and out. And for our local to Los Angeles listeners, Milk and Honey has the most beautiful spa that just opened. I recently had a massage at their brand new Brentwood, Los Angeles location, and I really recommend it. We are so happy that Milk and Honey spas are now in LA after being the go-to spa with multiple locations in Texas. They offer facials, body treatments, massages, and lots more at their beautiful new space. Yes, I am about to book a treatment too, and I can't wait to check it out. I'm just so happy to have a spa that I can fully trust in our area now. And for all of our listeners, their online boutique offers products from the Milk and Honey line and from other top brands, including Osea Malibu, Virtue, Moon Juice, Kula Sun Care, and more. Some of our favorite products include Milk and Honey's baking soda-free aluminum-free deodorant and lavender tea tree, which I have been exclusively using for years. And I also love Milk and Honey's gel cleanser and Osea's body oil and Vegas nerve oil, which activates the body's relaxation response and helps regulate stress. If you want to try milk and honey, you can receive 15% off your order by visiting milkandhoney.com and using the code CW podcast, one word at checkout. You can also find the direct link in our show notes. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Ali and I are so excited to have this conversation with you today. Um, So to get us started, can you talk to us a little bit about your journey to this work that you do and how it helped you heal yourself as well? I'll just start off by saying I never thought that I would ever in my wildest dreams become a hypnotist. Um, I remember working in corporate marketing when this was kind of all happening. And I think my kind of assumption as it is still with many others out there is that hypnosis is about mind control or that it's about stage hypnosis, kind of making people cluck like a chicken. And certainly I just wasn't educated at that point. Now I had been experiencing really horrible anxiety as I was working in corporate and I like many, you're moving up the corporate ladder, taking on more responsibility. I was a vice president in marketing public relations. And I thought, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life, right? But why does it feel like such a struggle? Why does it feel so hard? And why am I having panic attacks on a Saturday when I should be going out and having the time of my life? And 
So one woman at work had mentioned to me that she had been using hypnosis to help her with her anxiety. And I completely dismissed her. She was, you know, super into all the woo woo things. And I thought she's just, you know, she's just this way out of my space. Um, and it really wasn't until I left that corporate environment and became an entrepreneur. I had started my own marketing consulting business at that point. And I think we, uh, some of us have this, this acknowledgement at some point that it's not the place it's actually you. <laughs> yeah. And you're, um, yeah. So everywhere you go, there you are. And so I had left corp corporate to start my own business and all of the same symptoms of the panic attacks, the anxiety had followed me into that new role. And it, in fact, it actually was worse. And so I, I was working with a coach at that point, And it just felt for me that nothing was really working. I couldn't get to the head of this anxiety. And I was taking Xanax and I had done Tony Robbins and a lot of the things that a lot of people do to try to help them. So definitely on that self-development journey. And I would, I remember going to my mother's house one day and uh, I was actually packing my bags to leave and come back from Dallas back to New York. And I had bent my head down and she was in the room as I was packing. And she said, oh my God, Nicole, you have this bald spot on the top of your head. And as you're looking at me here now, you can see and those that are listening, I have a lot of hair, like really thick, like lion's mane of hair. And so it was surprising that that had happened. And of course, like many, you freak out and you're like, what is going on with my body? Why is this happening to me? You go to the doctor, the doctors told me that I had what he assumed was stress-induced alopecia. And so that just kind of got me on a roll of, well, what's, what's causing this? Like what, what else is here? Why is my body attacking itself essentially? And that led to more anxiety. Now, anybody who experiences what's called health anxiety will understand this. You're constantly online looking up all your symptoms Everything leads you to cancer and then death, right? You're going to die at the end of this. And so that's a really hard thing. And in a lot of people do encounter those feelings of health anxiety, where it's like any symptoms that you actually feel in your body is going to just take you down at any moment. And there's this overwhelming sense sometimes that you just haven't lived or done the things that you want to do. And it's just not your time. So that drove me even further into this kind of moment of anxiety where my gastritis that had always been a problem off and on throughout my career came back, but it came out with a vengeance. So I couldn't actually even eat at one point. I remember walking on one day, woke up, I couldn't even eat a meal. Um, and it feels like, it feels like there are razor blades inside of you. That's kind of what the sensation is like for people that haven't experienced it. And so I went on a walk. I said, you know what? I'm going to go for a walk. And if it doesn't feel better, then I probably need to go to the hospital. And I was walking in Long Island City. So I'd lived there at that time. And I sat by the water and I just did a meditation. And as I sat there, just I kind of got this download of try hypnosis. And so I did. I went home, I turned on YouTube. 
I Googled hypnosis for stomach problems and found something to listen to there. And I listened to it, it was 20 minutes long. And it wasn't that at the end of 20 minutes that it cured it, but I felt just this like tiny release. It felt slightly better. And so just like gradually day after day, I kept doing this. I kept listening to this YouTube and listening to this hypnosis. And with time, it's like the, the symptoms just started to heal themselves. And of course I did make some dietary changes. So I don't want to say it was just that by itself, but I stopped drinking caffeine, for example. And then I wanted to get to the bottom of this. Like, why did hypnosis work for my stomach and for these symptoms? So I started to study hypnosis more. I started to see a hypnotist and that led me really on a deeper journey. So I studied hypnosis, not because I wanted to become a hypnotist, but because I wanted to understand why it worked. And when I did, that's when I had kind of the bigger awakening um, and where everything shifted. So within sessions, and I, those people who have done hypnotherapy or hypnosis will know that you're doing a lot of deep inner work, some of that shadow work that we don't often get into. And within that, it was kind of the realization that these symptoms were all related to my mother's illness. Now, my mom it was diagnosed as bipolar when, when I was younger, and she was suicidal when I was a child. So I was kind of the caretaker. And my parents were divorced. So I would be in those moments with my mother of being responsible for her, taking care of her. And it was almost as if this kind of responsibility in my career was on an emotional level linked to the responsibility that I was, you know, had felt at that time in my life. And it was all kind of this weird triangle, if you will. So once I was able to kind of go back and release that, then it just changed the game. I, I have not had a panic attack since then. And I mean, I almost did during COVID, but I have now tools that I use and it's just let it go. And so my whole life has shifted because of this. And I think for people that are that are feelers that I will say that, um, are highly sensitive, if you will, or, you know, we just kind of have more sensations and more feeling than maybe others, or maybe you might call yourself empathic. We hypnosis and hypnotherapy is often the key that has been missing in our lives. So that is essentially how I got to it because after that, there was no turning back. There was no, I need to keep doing what I'm doing. It was like, oh, this is it. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I just kind of knew that on a very deep soul level. Thank you for sharing that story. And it's quite, it's quite a journey, but you know, I think a lot of people can relate where they, you know, maybe are experiencing some, something that's challenging for them. I actually can relate. I was going to say, I think, you know, my own deep dive into, um, nutrition and, uh, wellness and kind of whatever that means to me at any given time was definitely triggered by an experience with cancer in my twenties. And so I think, but I never in a million years thought it could lead to a company, you know, and, and, um, 
and work and a, a passion to right. share that with others. So I know it's that type of story where it's like, we find work th and that we're passionate about, or maybe we have a mission with through our own experiences. Um, I think a lot of people can probably relate to and on some level, um, mm -hmm. you know, if, if we choose to use those challenges in that way. And so, um, yeah, so thank you for sharing that. And, we, I know we have a lot of questions now about <laughs> a lot. I'm like, a lot of I, questions. I see the list of questions coming up here. I'm like, I have my pen. I'm like, okay. my mind. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> so can you, can you just share with us? I know that you shared like in the early part of your kind of even exposure to this idea of hypnosis, you had preconceived notions as to about, about what it is or about yes. like historically, maybe like the original kind of like you said, like cluck, like a chicken, that kind of sort of gimmicky aspect of it. Yeah. But in fact, it can be an incredibly therapeutic tool. And I'm sure there are different kinds of it too. So would you just describe a little bit about what type of hypnosis you practice and sort of the, a little bit about like the background about it and then how it sort of developed as far as like becoming a hip and having the, the skill set to lead that, but also sort of what does contemporary hypnosis look like? Yeah. So I, for me, modern hypnosis is like this. Uh, well, I guess I'll back up and say, here, here's what hypnosis is. It's a, it's a focused state of attention in which we're so absorbed in that moment, that thought that we can disassociate from the external world. So a simple example is when you daydream, when you daydream, that's hypnosis. So you're in a state of being with your thoughts. You're kind of outside of the external, right? Somebody can come up to you. They can interrupt that, but you're so in this kind of trance state of being with your inner world that nothing else matters in that moment. And so that is essentially what hypnosis is. And it's very much like the cooler cousin of meditation. Now I say that and some people are going to be like, what? Meditation is the best. Oh, yes. I love meditation. I've taught yoga for a decade, um, yoga and mind, body wellness. And, but I think with hypnosis, it allows us to also, again, go back to those body sensations, what we call hypnotic phenomenon. So that's like where somebody's hand starts floating up automatically, or we do like the, what, you know, that the arm block, and you've kind of seen all these things in some of the tricks, but that's really just to help someone understand that our minds, our thoughts are so really aligned with our behavior and what we, how we perceive the world. So if, if we think the thought of like, oh, my hand or my, my whole arm is locked and I can't move it. And we're giving ourselves that suggestion. And in fact, our reality now plays out that thought we can understand how the mind works so seamlessly. And this happens every single day when we worry and then our body responds to that. So the same thing is happening. Like when, when we're getting sick or we're ill, we're playing all these thoughts out in our minds and our body chemistry, biologically, we're playing that out. Uh, so that's happening now. How, what is the difference between that and like modern hypnotherapy or modern hypnosis? So I would say 
modern hypnosis, which is what I practice is a combination of really bringing in conversational hypnosis. So you and I can have a conversation, your eyes wide open. We're really kind of talking. It might, might ask you to imagine something or to remember a memory, but you're still very much aware and awake, awake. I say that, and I'm going to, I'm going to change that. I'm going to go back to that in a second, but you're very much aware of what's happening. And often I'm really just listening to your language and to what you're suggesting to yourself. So the beliefs that are coming through and able to kind of take that and show them to you and we can make the change from there. And then there's also bringing in the other part of what will be considered traditional hypnosis, where someone is perhaps lying down or relaxed in their chair. And that's the relaxed state of hypnosis. And now they've been, they've been giving suggestions often in the form of like a story, if you will, or like a meditation that leads into a story. Again, everything that's within that story is layered with words, suggestions, perhaps feelings. And, um, and then you're also kind of in your mind, seeing this movie of your mind. The other part of this is that there's that I bring into it is the somatic work. So I really like to work with the nervous system. Um, and again, that comes back to just yoga and my kind of my own understanding of my body as someone who's highly sensitive. And so just trying to work with deep breathing or to using visualization and other tools to just relax the body and let my body know that it's safe to be in this space or safe to uh, downregulate. And that's the other part of the work that I do too. We want to take a quick break from this episode to talk about today's sponsor, Ned. If you have listened to this podcast, then you know I struggle with anxiety. When I first learned about CBD being a natural and powerful solution to anxiety, sleep disorders, muscle pain, headaches, and so much more, I became very passionate about finding the best source to put in my body. Enter Ned. Ned's full spectrum hemp oil is USDA certified organic, extracted from USDA certified organic hemp plants, grown by an independent farmer named Jonathan in Paonia, Colorado. And I use the products daily to support my anxiety, and it has been so helpful in everyday life. These products are science-backed, nature-based solutions that offer an alternative to prescription and over-the-counter drugs. Right now, we are both really enjoying Ned's brand new product, which has been in development for over a year, the De-Stress Blend. This one-to-one formula of CBD and CBG is made from the world's purest full-spectrum hemp. And check out these ingredients. CBG is known as the mother of all cannabinoids because of how effective it is at combating anxiety and stress by inhibiting the reuptake of GABA, the neurotransmitter responsible for stress regulation. And ashwagandha is an amazing amazing Ayurvedic adaptogen that enhances your body's resilience to stress. And the delicious taste of this blend is thanks to the botanical infusion of cardamom and cinnamon. Cinnamon is a powerful prebiotic that supports your gut health, a key player in your mental health. And cardamom combats stress by helping reduce your blood pressure and cortisol levels. Ned's quality also really speaks for itself. Ned's products have over 1,500 five-star reviews, and they work with incredible partners within the medical field like Dr. Caroline Leaf, Dr. Christian Gonzalez, and Dr. Will Cole, who has been a two-time guest on Courageous Wellness. 
If you'd like to give Ned a try, Courageous Wellness listeners get 15% off Ned products with code CWPODCAST. Visit helloned.com slash CWPODCAST to get access. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash CWPODCAST to get 15% off. Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. A direct link can also be found in our show notes. This episode is brought to you by The Route. Have you heard about The Route Beauty? It's a clean, medical-grade skincare brand founded by a nurse and her best friend. Both are beauty industry experts and working moms in their 50s who wanted to address all the reason the skin ages in as few products as possible. All formulas are designed to work in harmony with your skin's circadian rhythm and are backed by science, road tested by experts, and proven to work. The route works its magic by using award-winning, clinically proven ingredients that deliver transformative results. I love the entire line, but their Instagram famous party peel is one of my favorites. It's an invisible oxygenating peel, meaning it won't actually make you peel, that bubbles on contact so you can literally watch the ingredients work their magic to give you smooth, glowing, party-ready skin, and it's gold. Speaking of gold, the golden rule is also a game changer. It's a next generation retinoid gentle enough to be used every day. Retinoids are one of the best ways to teach your skin how to act young again, but they can make your skin super sensitive. In fact, some people can't tolerate them at all. That's why the golden rule is the perfect solution and we love it. I could go on, but why don't you check out the line and let us know what you think? They are offering 25% off just for our amazing listeners. So head on over to theroutebeauty.com and enter Courageous25 at checkout. You can also find the direct link in our show notes. Thank you so much. This is, again, I'm so interested in, you know, my only experience with hypnosis, and it's not even my experiences. My dad used hypnotherapy and hypnosis to quit smoking before I was born. He was a smoker and it helped him kick the habit for gosh, probably 25 years. And then when we were all grown, he like has gone on and off again, but it worked right for like 25 years. Hypnosis helped him kick a habit that he had had for a very long time. And so it's so fascinating to me, but you mentioned as well in, in your journey and in part of your experience with it, you know, it's taught you how it's given you a tool, right. To help you release and, and a tool that you are able to use during the pandemic and in these high stress times, can you talk about how that aspect of it? Right. So like once you're in hypnotherapy and you're working with a hypnotist and you're there, what are the at-home tools that you're able to take with you after, after the fact, right? Afterwards. Yeah. So I teach a lot of, I think for everybody on my first session, they'll learn self-hypnosis with me and, you know, we'll, we'll create something that's specific to what they're working on a bit. Self-hypnosis is essentially um, visualization, if you will, but we're now directing it in a way where we're moving in and out of a scene in a specific way that can be helpful to just help our mind train as to what we want to feel and see and do moving forward. Uh, and so in that way, what we're always doing is working with 
our neurology, right? Because we know about neuroplasticity and we understand now that the brain, that we can start to shift our, shift our thoughts in a certain way. And so with this kind of practice of self-hypnosis, that's, that helps. I also personally do a lot of tapping with my clients um, and bilateral stimulation. So we know that moving the eyes from side to side um, is also helpful for when we have those traumatic moments, you can move your eyes side to side that helps to downregulate the body and to create a safe, a, a safe sense. So there's a few things that we can do within a session that you can take home that will be for you to do. I also have all my clients track the thoughts, the feelings, the sensations as they go along. And so we start to work with those over time. So interesting. You know, you mentioned the mind and oftentimes in, you know, like the world of psychology, I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist by any means, but in the world of like the study of the mind, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, I think generally now psychology for the last like 100 years or so post Freud, everybody has like a general understanding of the idea of the, um, the unconscious, the subconscious and the mind, as you're describing is so powerful. So beyond our conscious awareness sometimes about what we can do with it, what we hold, what we're not even aware of the fact that we hold, um, I'm thinking when you talked about somatic, like incorporating somatic sort of aspects into your therapy too, into your hypnotherapy. I also at one point uh, was asked to try somatic journaling. And I was, because of a physical ailment I was dealing with that wouldn't go away. And, and it wasn't, um, like I didn't have anything like clinically wrong. Like all my tests were perfect. Like it was just like, and my acupuncturist actually suggested trying this. She's like, I can sometimes get physically people back to 90%, but I've seen people with chronic back pain and this and that chronic stuff that like final 10% somatic work really help. And I was shocked because I had no idea some of the stuff that came up for me. I had no idea it was like lurking below the surface, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it was actually really, really helpful. It actually helped me no longer suffer from what I was dealing with at the time. That's so amazing. yeah, like after eight months of chronic, um, uh, like symptoms. And so, um, I'm just curious, you know, the fact that you have this movement, movement, but for, I should say physical, um, kind of portion of your work because the, as we know, like the body does hold so much Mm -hmm. emotion, but then the mind also holds this like whole level of, I don't know if it would be considered memory, but just like information that we're not aware of. Mm -hmm. So when people start to do your therapy, hypnotherapy, whether they're in um, a guided one with you or learning the tools of self-hypnosis and that stuff comes up, how do you, does it, do you feel like then people often have deep emotional reactions to it? Is it, how is there like the way, if it's especially, especially traumatic, is it there a way to process through that as well? Yeah. I mean, I, I personally try to move away from really hard uh, trauma. I I Mm -hmm. think that's for someone else that has 
more specialized training than I do, but it certainly still comes up. Yeah. Um, and so when I have had that come up in sessions, yeah, there's a lot of tears. Yeah. Sometimes there's anger there's, but I think for a lot of people, when that comes up, it's often not that it's so much unaware, but it's unexpressed. Mm, Yeah. And so someone has never said something like this to never express this to someone before it's layered deep in the memory and beneath all of it, even if they're not consciously aware of it, it's not surfacing in their day-to-day it lives like beneath it all. Mm -hmm. And once they actually express it, it can move and shift and often that initial release, while it might feel hard, it is the thing that changes the game. And yes, you know, with the tapping and with various, these other somatic tools, that's when you bring that in to create comfort, even virtually, because, you know, we didn't, we weren't always together during COVID. So you had to find ways to really be with somebody even in these kind of times. Yeah. But yes, it's, it's quite dramatic. And I'll give you an example here. Um, I worked with a woman who really wanted to lose weight and she, so we started working on, um, really overeating. So it was stress eating. That was specifically the problem. And we started digging into that and she just, she had some things that happened in her childhood that was, that were very difficult, you know, around the body, um, you know, unwanted sexual experiences. And I'll leave it at that, that, uh, she had never spoken about before. Mm -hmm. And so the food had always been the comfort, um, even in those times. And when we got there and that was released for her, she took it even deeper. It was like, um, it was more, it became more about, more about sexuality and more about the body and more about the fact that she hadn't been able to get pregnant for five years. But after we did that work, guess who got pregnant? So we call it her hypnosis miracle baby. Um, and she just, you know, she's now a few months old now, but that was one of those kind of dramatic stories that, you know, that I had the pleasure to kind of help her with is that she, she was able to finally have a child, but I think emotionally she made space for, for that baby by releasing all of that. Wow. Wow. That's so, so powerful. It's so powerful. And yeah, I'm just, my mind is blown because I'm one of those people. I am like a highly sensitive person. I am empathetic. I had a lot of stuff happen. You know, everybody has stuff happen in their lives. Right. But like, you know, I have stuff from my childhood and all of that, that I know is, um, in my subconscious. Like I know I do a lot of work as we mentioned before the conversation, as all of our listeners know, Allie and I have a Buddhist practice and I chant, and that's been so healing for me and therapy has been healing, but just hearing about like this ability to tap into the subconscious is something I, I think is very powerful because I can feel it like in my body, you know? And so that, that release and, wow. Just thank you so much for sharing that, that story of your clients, because it is so powerful. I know it's so powerful when we're able to 
change something in ourselves, the environment does reflect that, right? We, we create that space, but I'm also curious because you also do past life regression. Mm -hmm. And so I'm curious, I I'm sure they're connected. So I'd love to like also explore, like what is past life regression and how did you get into that, right? (laughs) As a part of your journey as well. And, and I know Ali has actually done it once before, but, um, I've never, and I very much believe in past lives and, um, I, I do know people who have had incredible experiences with it. So yeah, I'd love to just explore that part of your journey as well. So that's interesting because this is like skepticism, skepticism part two, sorry, I'm going to mess up that word, but, (laughs) um, yeah. So this was the other thing that I had a really hard time with. In fact, during, um, training we had, you know, a, past life regression. We did it several times and we had people come in and, and help us with this. And I would fall asleep. It was as if I was completely rejecting it. I would just fall asleep. And so I kept, I kept at it. Cause I was like, what's going on here? Why am I just having such a hard time with this? And I wasn't really sure that I wanted to experience it. I was afraid of it. And I think some people are in that space. So let's give you the quick and dirty answer here of what past life regression is. It's basically using hypnosis or meditation to deeply relax the body. And in that way, we can, again, begin to work with kind of the unconscious, the memories, kind of these deeper memories. Um, there are children that have valid, um, reflections of a past life and they have been documented. I mean, there's, I have a book on my shelf of 20, children whose stories are 90% documented, um, and validated. And so a lot of children often remember past lives, uh, very specifically, and often as adults, or as they grow up, they are told by their parents or other people not to remember that, or to that's just to leave it alone. Um, and so that starts to kind of fade. But so there are people that might have a specific memory or it may come up in a recurring dreams of they felt like they were somebody else at one time and that happens. And then some people are just curious if they, you know, there is something there deep within their memory that they want to recall. And the thing is, is that with past life regression, this is not about validating whether whatever comes up for you in a session is real or not. For me, it's allowing the space for that to surface if it is, in fact, indeed a past life memory. Um, And I don't know whether it is or not, only you would know that. And if it's, even if you don't think it is, there's still a lot of clarity that comes through. So even if we use the story or the past life as kind of metaphorically, there's a heck of a lot of parallels there between what you're going through now and in your life and what happened in that story that can be helpful. So we're looking essentially for soul lessons, looking for soul lessons. And sometimes we're also trying to understand perhaps phobias. So I'll give you another example here. In fact, this happened just a couple of weeks ago. I had a pop-up at the four seasons hotel in Austin and, um, a woman had she had a hard time with people that were pregnant. In fact, when she'd seen birth on TV, she would faint. So she was very much, um, you know, couldn't deal with it. It was a major phobia for her. And so when we went into session, 
and she had told me all this in one of her past lives, she came right into a birth scene, like right into a birth scene. I was like, Oh no, I hope she doesn't faint because that's going to be problematic. <laughs> but, um, she, we went through it and through that, she realized that the phobia wasn't a, a fear of her dying right now in this life. It wasn't really that her body It's like this felt sense of knowing that her body was okay. If she decided to have a child now in this present life, but it was clearing the emotional release or releasing that energy from that past life so that she could know that that wasn't her now. And it wasn't something she had to go through again. And so in that way, like now we create a space for, again, somebody else to get pregnant, but, you know, for her to have a different experience around pregnancy or around seeing someone give birth or that whole experience. So phobias can, then they often do come into play in past life regression. Also, um, you know, um, symptoms, pain. So a woman that I, I worked with and we actually filmed this. So it's on film. I don't know when I'll get access to that, but she was having chronic back pain and neck pain that were related to, um, just this feeling of, she said it felt like a spider kind of like around her that was kind of like holding her. And it, we, it, we kind of brought it down. It was just this fear. And so we were able to kind of shrink it, release some of that, but in the past life there had been, she had been, um, kind of hit in the back by someone that she was, had been friends with, like she had been betrayed. So there was like this betrayal that kind of linked to the present life. And she was still feeling that she has not had that feeling, that sensation since she actually just texted me today. So that's why it's like fresh on my mind. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's wild to me, some of the things that can happen within these sessions, but we just, it's essentially just releasing ourselves from any past patterns, past energy, um, past chronic pain that we might be carrying into this current life. And the thing is that, yes, as even on a scientific basis, like they cannot prove that past life exists or that there's anything beyond this. But I think throughout the ages, we've also kind of known that there's always going to be things that we aren't able to experience. I think there's there is a consideration of what else lives beyond. I think even if we consider the universe and its vastness, like there's so many things that we aren't even aware of, of other dimensions and things that we just aren't aware of that are happening right now. And so Absolutely. we just say in that, possibli that possibility within this session. This episode is brought to you by BASE. Ever wanted to figure out why you are feeling sluggish or bloated or what's really up with your stress levels or why you never feel truly rested? With BASE at-home blood work kits, a simple finger prick or saliva sample makes it easy to find out the answers to common health concerns. Whether you know which tests you want to get started with or you need some guidance, BASE's proprietary assessment quiz makes it easy to begin your health journey empowered with an understanding of your own body. Members can measure, understand, and improve their health levels related to the five most common areas of health concerns, diet, stress, energy, sleep, and sex drive. The result of your hormone, vitamin, or nutrient tests are delivered to you through BASE's app and come with personalized recommendations, including lifestyle changes, supplement suggestions, and more. 
we both had the opportunity to try base and we love having the information at our fingertips and really recommend it as a resource. You know, we are huge proponents of advocating for your own health and base gives you a baseline information about yourself just to make it easier. Pricing starts at $59.95 per month or quarterly, or you can start with base complete, which are eight tests up front for $450. We are happy to be able to offer our listeners 20% off with the code CWPODCAST. To get started, take the base quiz, which will give you a recommendation for a personalized testing plan. Visit get-base.com slash CWPodcast to receive 20% off with code CWPodcast at checkout. You can also find the direct link to the quiz in our show notes. It's interesting. I'm recalling my own session and it was a long time ago. I did it as a teenager, actually. I was 17 and it was like a group of friends. Um, mom, like at the time had, um, someone come to the house. It was a group led past life regression. There was probably like six or seven of us. And the woman was amazing. She was a doctor. She was a PhD from Oxford, like literally the least woo woo person probably (laughs) ever met, you know? Um, but she led us in this. And in a way, I think that kind of like eased my own skepticism at the time because she, you know, was, I mean, I think I'm more way more open-minded now, but like, she was very, very kind of um, qualified for lack of a better word. Yeah. And, um, and I remember feeling that where it was like, we had all such vivid experiences that were, Mm -hmm. and mine, I can, I can tell you the details to this day of like every single thing in it. Um, and I remember feeling exactly what you said, that it doesn't really matter if it happened or didn't happen. Like, I remember feeling that way. What matters is what I got from it, which was really profound. And, um, yeah. So just hearing you talk about it was, was cool. And personally, like, like Erica said, she and I, we met through practicing a form of Buddhism and the idea of like, even people we practice with all have different ideas of what like, um, past lives or multiple lives or reincarnation could be from just, but like from, for me, I always thought like from a scientific standpoint, the cycle of life for a plant or for an animal or for a human is cyclical. It's a circle. It's not ending and matter can't be created or destroyed. It just changes form. So it would make sense that if like all the other parts of nature have like a dormancy phase and then a revi- like a, a revision or some sort of like, you know, um, yeah, like the life cycle basically of every other living thing is pretty cyclical. So I think that just sort of like makes sense, but that's, that's me. That's my personal, the way I look at it. Um, but yeah, yeah they're really, they're really impactful, like what we can take from the experience. And it doesn't matter if it's, if anybody can prove it or not. I think, I think you got to that point. And I, I just wanted to echo that I completely agree because as you said, although we should call you like the pregnancy fairy, (laughs) (laughs) hypnotist, um, you know, like it helped in whatever way it helped these people, Mm -hmm create something for their lives that they, whether it's no longer dealing with chronic pain or having the child and creating the family that they want. It's like, that's all good stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
And it could be a lot, a lot lighter than that too. It could be, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, it could be, um, I'm changing careers and I just, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do next. And that's, yeah. I've had that a lot too. I'm changing careers. I don't know what to do next. Is there anything in my past life that could be helpful for me? Yeah. Yeah. And so that comes up too. And that was, you know, yeah. Did you have yeah. a question? No, I was going to say that was exactly, I had a friend who did past life regression last year and that was her, like, she just felt like something was blocking her from getting to the next level in her life. Right. It wasn't anything major, like, or big T trauma or anything like that. It was just like, she was like there, I just feel like there's like this block and, um, she did a past life regression and she just felt so much clarity, like from like a deeper understanding of herself from that session. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So what I do is called the time traveler. So it's a little bit different than a traditional. I mean, I'm, I'm always like a little bit, I, love I have it. to have my own little twist on everything. Yeah. I think. <laughs> it's called the time traveler. I am the traveling hypnotist. So it all kind of fits together, but I like to take people not only into the past, um, present past, past life, and then future mm-hmm. and future, if it makes sense. Um, but I think there's a lot within all of our timeline you know, even in our childhood and even in, um, even into the future, I think that's really helpful to dig into as well. And it depends on the person, right. What they need. Uh, but an interesting thing ha- happens to me sometimes within these sessions. And that is that spirits seem to come into session a lot mm. with one-on-one. So it is very, um, and I, I guess they just are open to it and I'm open to it. So sometimes I'll have, um, you know, loved ones being visited people who have loved ones who have passed will come into their session. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it is through what they see in, in the hypnosis or it's kind of the, a true feel touch. Like they feel like they are being touched or held, um, by this loved one. So there's really cool, interesting things. So I've got a lot of stories. No, I think that's so cool. And I guess my question that comes to me as well is because you mentioned, right, when you first even did your own experience, you fell asleep, right? And you weren't open. And so I guess my question is, um, because I wonder if I'm, I'm like that a little bit, to be honest, because I'm so interested in all of this, but, um, and it's not that I'm not open. I am open, but. I I don't know. There is like a fear, right? Like you mentioned a little bit of like, oh, like what could come up or come out or what could you discover about yourself? So I don't know if you have any tips for anyone listening who is interested, but might be a little afraid. Um, So like tips on being open or even like your experience, like how did you go from falling asleep in session (laughs) to now being here and, and developing it right into this modern way of experiencing it. I would say the first thing is, um, some people are afraid of who they might've been in the past or something that has happened to them, or maybe like, maybe they murdered someone or maybe they were murdered. Um, yes. And yes, it probably happened on both counts. You probably murdered somebody or you were probably killed. So as long as we're kind of be in that space of, yes, you probably had both. Um, but it's unlikely within a session that you would see that because depending on the hypnotist that you're working with, we would always want to make it useful for you. Like we want to take the useful parts out of past lives and make it relevant to what you're going through now. That doesn't mean that that stuff can't come up in session. And when it does, it's just, it does. And you move through it and Mm -hmm. it's, it's not difficult. Um, 
plus the thing is, is you've already been through it. It's already happened. Yeah. The most that can happen right now is that we release the energy from it and, and have clarity on it and awareness of it. Um, so we really accept the, the shadow and the, you know, the shadow and light parts of us within these sessions. I think that's really great. And I would say other things that you can do, which is to be, to read Brian Weiss's books, like all of his books, I think for people that are like us that love science, and you also love the spirituality, having the backup of science of, of, of a, a psychiatrist who trained at Yale and to read his experience. I mean, look, he could have been completely pushed out of the medical field for that book that he wrote. And he felt so strongly about it that he decided to continue to write it. And now it's, it's the you know best-selling uh, past life regression book or afterlife, you know, book that, that exists. So I would say read all his books and then practice with group hypnosis um, or download an audio if you can find one. And then when you feel like you're ready, if you feel like you can start to get like glimmers of things, if you can even at least imagine things within the group side of hypnosis, then go into a one-to-one session mm. or start with working with regular hypnosis first, and then go into past life regression, because I think that makes it a lot easier. So I used to only give my private clients who had been working with me for a while, they only had access to this. And then I just opened it in this last year to the public and that's been a different experience. And so I've kind of been going through these growing pains of trying to help people get to that place where they can trust what they're seeing. Thank you. Yeah. It's so interesting. And, um, I know you do, you are the traveling hypnotist. You go all over, you have residencies at, um, different hotels. And, um, so how does that work? If it's, if it's a guest there who wants to work with you, or is that the way that people kind of like get to know who you are? Do you do events ever for, I mean, not, I know it's COVID. Well, it's been COVID for two years, but you know, in-person events, that type of thing or. Yes. So, um, I have residency at the four seasons hotel, uh, in New York downtown. Mm -hmm. And so out of their spa, whenever someone wants to have a session with me, they can book that. And if I'm in town, I'll certainly come into the hotel. So that kind of acts as an office space for me. And, um, I do pop up at different hotels. And so we're putting things together, I guess, by the time this comes out, we'll be doing another round at the four seasons, Austin. And so we're just bringing it into different markets and, and I think it really just depends on the market. Like some people are completely, absolutely ready to do things in person and some still, you know, aren't. And I think it really just depends on the kind of what someone is, the risk that someone's willing to take or whether they feel that there's even one at all, but they are, you know, one-to-one in session. Um, and I also do them virtually for people that just want to be at home. So they work both ways. But yeah, I'm, I really want to do more group stuff next year. Um, and so, yes, there might be some stuff that I'll be releasing soon. That's a, and what do you recommend? You know, I know because you do virtual and you do in person, um, and I'm sure virtual is, I mean, virtual, even for us and coaching and with events has opened up so many doors, but, um, what should people expect or how do you kind of get in the mindset for 
a virtual session. Is there anything, if anyone wants to work with you that they should do to prepare for a virtual experience in for hypnosis or for past life regression? (laughs) Or is it just those same tips of like, come open, right? Like make sure you come open. I think come with a problem. Like, what is it that you actually want to change in your life? Right. That's, that's key. Um, and then secondly, yeah, come in curious. And if you're unsure about it, then I always, I have a download on my website. I always try to give somebody something free that they can try. So they could go there and download a free, um, guided audio, you know, of a hypnosis to try and see if that resonates, if it's helpful. Uh, I think that's important to make sure that even though that that's not fully what the hypnosis um, session will feel like, like that's kind of like the sample, but um, know that that becomes a richer, fuller version of what you're sampling there. So I think that's, that's the best way to do it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, So this question, so we're going to go into a couple of questions as we start to wrap up. And I'm just thinking to myself, this question that we always start with, I'm actually really interested to hear your answer because you are someone who works very intimately with people having sometimes emotional experiences. So the first one is what does your daily self-care look like and how do you take care of yourself? Um, yeah, especially as a, uh, as a practitioner. Yeah. That's a good question. Uh, I would say I'm very much about getting light in the morning. So I have to have sunshine in the morning and I go for a lot of walks and I do my, like my workout happens in the morning, whether I'm running or on the Peloton, like I really try to get my, like that full endorphin push early in the morning. I took myself off of caffeinated coffee. So I only do decaf now because it's just too much for my nervous system. And so people that are highly sensitive, um, and are prone to anxiety might want to consider going off a of caffeine, which sounds awful, but it's actually, it works, you know, do decaf, you still get the same taste. And, um, I, I do, I, I, you guys do it too, but you have Sakara. So I do the Sakara meals as well. And that really helps me of just eating well during the week. And that's, and then people like having fun, you know, just having fun with people and laughing and watching stupid cat videos. I mean, all of those silly things really do matter. Like laughter is healing. So for me, that's my self-care. I, I love that so much. Um, I also, I know caffeine. I'm one of those people. And it's like, I joke around. It's like the tale as old as time. I like, will go off coffee. I'll only do decaf and then I'll go back and then boom, anxiety comes back. And it's, it's a cycle. I find myself in with my relationship with coffee specifically, but, um, (laughs) yes, uh, before I get to our next question, I'm just so curious, what is your astrological sign? I'm just curious. So I was going to ask in case any of our listeners are too. I'm Pisces. I'm Pisces moon and sun and rising. <gasps> oh, Allie is a triple Aries. She's Aries sun, Aries moon, Aries rising. I have wow. not met another triple in a very long time. So that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. So the next official question, we always ask all of our guests, although Allie, we probably should add the astro question because I swear I ask it on like every episode now, but, um, the second official question we always ask our guests is what does being courageous mean to you? Oh gosh, being courageous 
for me is um, really getting in the mindset that no matter what, there's no failure. I mean, you're, it's just like, you just go for it. It's, um, it's kind of feels like it feels light to me, but exciting of uh, it just, I don't know. So I always called it daring, like to be daring. And I've just found that if we kind of go in the direction of the things that we really love or the things that we'd like to love to do or experience in this world, and even if it works out for that specific thing, if you take enough chances, um, then it does, then something works out, you know, something lands. And I think on the other side of like courage is just being willing to be really vulnerable. And that's, um, not many people are kind of there yet. I think probably your audience is in the space of wanting to be more vulnerable, vulnerable, or have those vulnerable conversations, but that's really where the meat is, you know, of being vulnerable. I, even yesterday, I just, I felt slightly depressed and I, I told somebody that I'm not that close with, I just reached out and I said, I don't think I'm going to go to the show tonight. I'm feeling a little depressed and um, I just need to take some time for myself. But that vulnerability that I had opened her up and she said, oh, wow. Like I, there's so many times that I have just kind of steamrolled through these days. And thank you for sharing that with me. And that actually made us closer. Like I feel closer to her now and she feels closer to me because that was a shared experience. And I think when we stopped taking, when we stopped playing like the facade game of like, oh, I need to be this and I need to appear this way and just get really real with each other. Like that's where courage comes. And that's also where connection comes. Yeah, absolutely. So the last one you've actually already answered because (laughs) yes, it's because, um, I was going to ask for a book recommendation you might have, but you were talking about Brian Weiss, right? Yes. Um, and his books, is there anything though? I'll ask it anyway. If there's anything you want to add, that's just meant something to you. It doesn't have to be on, um, hypnosis. It can just, it could be anything, even a novel, just something that's like meant something to you along your journey. Oh my gosh. I'm looking at all my books over here. I have like, I'm one of those people that chronically buys books all the time. I know I'm Uh, like that too. And I just, I can't even read them all. I have so many. Um, I would say, I would say anything by Brian Weiss is going to be great for just for this. I mean, I feel like this is so cliche, but like the alchemist is always the one that comes up and a bit, everybody's like, yeah, that's my book. And then we all kind of have the same one that we love. Uh, that is definitely, you know, the other one for me, that's yeah. kind of the timeless. I always go back to. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's great. And I'm definitely going to check out Brian Weiss and thank you for sharing all of this with us today. So if anyone wants to find you, follow you, work with you, where can they do all of those things? the traveling hypnotist everywhere on Instagram, on everywhere you go. It's the traveling hypnotist. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you, ladies. It was such a pleasure to be here with you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. 
subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or get in touch via our website, www.courageouswellness.net, where you can also find additional info about our health coaching services, virtual group events, newsletter, and more. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica and we're Courageous Wellness.